Welcome to Briarwood Football Classics. I'm Matthew Forster. I'm the head coach of Briarwood Christian School in Birmingham, Alabama. This season is the 50th season of Briarwood Football, and we're publishing this podcast to remember some great games and moments from the past. And these are Briarwood Football Classics. We're here with Tim Castile. Tim, thanks so much for joining the Briarwood Football Classics podcast. Uh, thanks for having me. I'm uh, looking forward to it. You know, we've been looking back at your career. 1998 to 2002, a five-year uh, career since you started as an eighth grader. And again, I, I think that we move along and forget uh, what an impact you had on Briarwood. Indeed, your dad, the entire Castile family. But I, I've got this sheet on you, and I'm going to just take a few of these things and throw them out to you and see what your initial reaction. I know you're humble. But if it sparks any memories or any thoughts, but you are a you were a five year starter, five times selected all state, and at the time this was published, the first and only player in Alabama High School Athletic Association history uh, to be named uh, all state as an eighth grader. So, what's your initial thoughts about that over that long career? I think the way I was thinking about it is now that I've coached and I've coached players, I, I have a greater appreciation for what you guys did. You, uh, Coach Tudor, Coach Yancey, and I haven't had – I haven't run across a guy at eighth grade that I would trust to be able to play in games. Um, so the, the trust that you guys had in me is really what uh, what I found to be – as I've gotten older uh, and and been in coaching is really the thing that, that I get from it yeah. because just, that's kind of what I take from it is the trust that you guys are planted in me for me to be able to go out and, uh, and have success. You played in the U.S. Army All-American Bowl after your senior year in 2002. You were a high school All-American 2000, 2001, 2002. I remember – some point you were uh, listed on Sports Illustrated uh, with Tiger Woods on the cover, but was there anything about getting some of that success early that you had to kind of walk through or manage? Maybe your dad helped you with that, or uh, I think uh, you guys and my dad. Uh, I can remember. <laughs> I it's little things that I can remember back about being at Briarwood. I think I was in seventh seventh grade. We had just finished our season, and you told me to come over and run uh, gassers with the guys. <laughs> and uh, and I remember I came over and I ran, and I was winning. And I was I wasn't running as hard as I could. I was just winning. I'm looking around, looking at guys, and uh, I can remember my dad. Oh, my dad chewed me out after after <laughs> the end of it. Oh, he got me. He said. Dude, you you don't play against these other guys out here that are that you're running against. You play against yourself. You go as hard as you can on everything that you do. That's that's what you do. You're going against yourself. I don't want to see you looking around, looking at other guys, trying to see where they are, where they are in the pack, where you are. You do what you're supposed to do, and that is go as hard as you can every time on every drill that you do, everything that you do. And that really stuck with me. And uh, two, I knew the way that we put in work at the school, there was nobody that worked harder than us. And yeah. so even when, uh, you know, when we had our few losses, um, 
I really wasn't. I really wasn't down because I knew that we had done and you guys had done everything that we could to um, to be successful. Yeah, talking about losses. So <laughs> I'm looking over your career, the team records, 15-0 uh, and 0 state champs in 1998, 13-2 state champs in 1999, and then we get bumped up to from 3A to 5A. 11 and 2 in 2000 region champs, 12 and 2 in 01 uh, region champs, and then uh, 12 and 2 in 2002 final move from 3A to, to 5A. But you know, you you were a team captain, and you experienced 61 wins during your career. Eight, so you were 61 and eight uh, over that span, but. Any thoughts, may maybe how that shaped you as a person? The time that I got to spend with Coach Yancey and the servant that he was, uh, he would get me out of class every game, and he would take me. He'd take me before the game, before school got out. And uh, me and him would just talk, man, and have uh, deep conversations. And I, would, and I told him, I was like, Coach, I'm going to win you six. I think it was – presence was probably my – sophomore junior year i said coach i'm gonna win you 60 games before i get out of here huh, how about and, that uh, it showed me how to work so when mm -hmm. i got to college and you know for me high school there's nothing like high school football because you know i played at alabama i played in the pros to me there's nothing nothing comes close to it because you know you're growing you're you're playing with guys when i got to briarwood i got there in sixth grade so i'm playing with the same group of guys that are my buddies, that are my group of friends, and we hang out and uh, and and you know bond together. Uh, it's just not the same when you get to college and pro ball, but but the way that we worked, um, it wasn't a shocker to me when I got to college, and it turns into a job, and it's an everyday grind, and then going from college to pro, the the way that we work from the time I was 12, 13, 14 with you guys, with Coach Jackson, with my dad, it didn't – I think that that helped me be successful later on in life. So let's go year by year if we can. Uh, a lot of people don't know this, but I had to work with your dad a little bit because, you know, you came as a youngster. I didn't know that your dad had uh, three boys and three girls when we hired him. And then all of a sudden I get to meet you. And then he did not let you guys play organized tackle football till your seventh grade year. That was just his strategy. And then in seventh grade, he was determined just to play you in seventh grade. And I said, Jeremiah, we can't play Tim in seventh grade. He will hurt people on that team. So he wouldn't listen to me. But finally, one of the practices in, in shorts, he saw you catch every pass, make every run, make every tackle. And then he came to me after practice and said, Coach, you're right. So you played actually on the ninth grade team as a seventh grader, scored your first ever organized tackle football score as a, as a ninth grader at Briarwood. So then you come into your eighth grade year, you end up starting for us. And I think you played receiver, that that only receiver that year. We go 15-0, and 0, win state championship. But is there anything about that 98 season that stands out to you as far as uh, specific memories? Yeah, dude, just flooding my mind. Uh, <laughs> I can remember a day in camp uh, in eight 
58 we, homer. And I had to run a post. We had an inside guy run a hook. Safety jumps the hook. They're going to throw the post to me. And we ran it. I jogged back to the huddle. You guys call the play again. Ran it. I jogged back to the huddle. <laughs> called the play again. And I was, I could just remember Coach Tudor. I was like, Coach Tudor, how many times are we going to run this play, man? <laughs> he was like, we're going to run it till we're going to run it till we get it right. That's what we're going to do. And uh, I, I just remember we ran it so many times. I was just kept coming back and we ran it till we got it right. Um, that's that's just something from camp that I remember. I, re I can remember we ran uh, Z under, uh, no shallow. And man, Matt Forster caught me. <laughs> I'm just, I'm strolling across the middle, and man, he just, golly, he got me. He's like, man, you got to keep your head on the swivel. <laughs> come, come through here. And uh, so, I, I mean, 98 was a great year for me. I mean, because I was 12, 13 years old, those guys didn't have to accept me. They didn't. So, for those guys to accept me was great. Uh, I'll tell you one story that uh, I can, I can remember. I was, my dad, used to always tell me, um, man, you know, God cares about you. Hmm. He cares about every aspect of your life, everything that you do. So like uh, we walked the field before the state championship game and I'm literally standing on the 30 on the other side. I was like, God, it'd be awesome to get a punt return <laughs> or a touchdown from right here, man. You know, just, just talking, I'm just walking and praying and lo and behold, they punt that thing and dude gets a hold of it and, I return and I mean it's 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 I think it was like 68 yards. So mm -hmm. um just though yeah that year, I mean, from being me and my first year, it was a it was a blast. So then we go on the 99, uh most of the team back expected to be state champions again, and we end up losing uh two games. Uh, 99. Was there anything about trying to repeat? Uh, that 99 game, of course, uh, you know, you also end up getting your ankle uh, hurt in the state championship game that year. But uh, anything as far as comparing those two seasons or anything from the state championship year in 1999? Um, you know, I, I can remember the – I remember the two losses. Uh, we went down to UMS and, uh, and they beat us. Uh, we didn't play great. I know we had a bunch of turnovers. Um, and then we had went to Deschler and beat them the year before. And, uh, and I mean, we can't, they come back down to our place for home. I don't know who made that schedule and scheduled them for homecoming. <laughs> Same thing was their homecoming the year before. We knocked so, them off of our homecoming. <laughs> we picked them for homecoming, but it was a track meet, man. And, uh, but I don't ever remember you guys putting any crazy amount of pressure on us to be uh, to repeat um, just game by game. And, you know, I, Robert went down, uh, one of the great best tailbacks that I, I mean, incredible tailback. And uh, Jason and Coach Jackson kind of took me under their wing. And, uh, and, and it wasn't a lot of pressure on me because Jason was so good. Yeah. Uh, at running back. And so you put him back there and just kind of let me still play wide receiver. But uh, that that year, uh, I can remember, I remember getting hurt in the state championship. And I mean, my guy fell on the back of my foot. And uh, my dad, <laughs> I come over to the sideline and my dad's like, you all right? I'm like, I can't run. He's like, 
just jog it off. And I'm like, I'm like, it's the state championship day. You think if I could jog this off, then I wouldn't be, I wouldn't be wanting to play. He's like, you, you all right? Come on, just, just jog it off. I'm like, my ankle is jacked. But I think Jason ended up scoring like five touchdowns or something. And you know, I, um, I didn't have. Right now, I, I mean, you know, that was the last state championship game I played in. I didn't realize that would be it at the time, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, though, that that '98 and '99, um, I can just remember though, just having a lot of fun, being young, not not realizing that that would be the last state championship I played in. You know, things like that, just that uh, a young naive guy would be thinking. So we get word right after that 99 season that Steve Alabama's passed the 1.35 multiplier. And we were probably going to go up to 4A anyway, but we, we find that we're going from 3A to 5A. Anything you remember about those early 2000s? We kind of call those the lost years, but people don't realize that how good we were as far as competing after jumping two classifications. But I guess I'll start with 2000. First year in 5A, any thoughts as to what you remember specifically from that? To me, that was the year, uh, you know, it was, it was me playing my third year. It was the year that I really kind of started to trust you guys. Um, I can remember where we would be having trouble kind of at the beginning of games uh, just because we're playing better athletes, we're playing better teams. And I, I can and you'd be up in the box, but I could remember, I'd be walking up and down the sideline and be like, hey, man, guys, just relax. Coach Matthews is going to figure this out. They're going to call the right plays. We're going to be all right. And, you know, you guys, the coaching staff that Coach Yancey had put together, like, by that time, I, you know, it's we, we still probably have, you know, seven guys on that team that seven or eight guys on that team that end up playing division one football and for a high school our size, you know, that's, that was, uh, that's a big number. So yeah. we still had the athletes to compete. I'm, I, you know, one of the things I was telling you earlier, uh, competing against Jamarcus Russell three years in a row, you know, we lost to them that year in 2000 down there in a, in the mud bowl, it was sloppy and, we're slipping around everywhere, and that joke was just throwing darts, man. Yeah. So um, that was probably that's uh, what I can remember about that that first year of playing five A football. The two wins out of the three years against Jamarcus Russell and Williamson was so historic in so many ways from a Briarwood team competing at that level, but also during that time, you know, we we encountered uh, you know Homewood during that time. Uh, having to mix it up with them. And and then I think people don't understand how tough those McAdory games were during that stretch, uh, some some classic football. But uh, when you think about Williamson, Homewood, McAdory, of course, we're always, you know, rivals with Chelsea during that time. But uh, any of any of those rivals or specific memories come from, from that time? I just ran – I actually just ran into a guy and uh... – He's like, hey man, you Tim Gaston? I was like, yeah. He was like, bro, I went to McAdory um back in the day. And he was like, man, our that area was crazy, wasn't it? I was like, oh yeah. I was like, dude, we played Jesslin. I got hurt against Jesslin near my senior year. We played them. 
they had Corey White. He went on to play in the NFL. You know, Matt Cadell was, was the nation's leading punt returner. Um, Demopolis had a, a running back that uh, I think every by every time every year we played him, he was leading the leading the state in rushing. Um, and so the competition that we had to play uh, from a um, especially in our region, man, for us to be looking back, for us to be able to win it um, as much as we did, is just a testament to you guys and the staff and, and the camaraderie that we had on the team. So you made us invent personnel packages. Uh, you, you were so diverse. We just had different ways to get the ball to you. So we would play wide receiver. We played you at tailback, fullback. We even direct snap to you on some of those, uh, you know, heavy run packages, but, of all of those, uh, was there was there a position that you felt most at home during high school? Was it? Yeah, I think by the end of it, I was uh, I was more comfortable at at tailback. Um, but the I think the route running that um, that I learned growing as I got when I was younger really helped me out a lot. Um, favorite plays, I had a punt return in that game and um i was so excited I, I i didn't i couldn't play the rest of the game my heart was beating i had like an irregular heartbeat or something i had to go to you guys sent me to uh uab the next day to try to get kept trying to figure out what was what kind of what was going on but i think that i was just so hyped up and excited about playing that game um and then i had a run versus Gardendale at home. And I think I broke like seven or eight tackles um, and scored. Uh, those are two plays that, that kind of stick out in my mind. I can kind of remember the five touchdown game versus Chelsea over there. Um, and then I had a big game at Demopolis when we, we went down there and played them. Uh, so just over my career, those probably just a couple of plays that are just off the top of my head. You know, I can remember us calling the Z now in the state championship and me scoring and then puking all over the place. Because yep, <laughs> yep. I, I was just, I was exhausted. And, uh, and then, you know, Robert and Jason go on to have a big game, the rest of the game and running the ball. But those are just some of the, uh, some of the plays that I can remember. So help me remember this one. There was one of our playoff games later in your career, early rounds. And after the game, you're downstairs in the athletic facility, the other teams using the visitors locker room. And, and you uh, <laughs> are signing autographs. I think I've never seen a high school guy sign autographs for the opponent. <laughs> we talked about that for about a week. Uh, vividly, I, I don't remember what game it is. I kind of remember walk because we had to go through uh, the gym and go upstairs and we would dress. I don't yeah. know what team it was, but, yeah, a couple of guys coming up to me asking me for my autograph. Uh, couple. Yeah, that, it was that, like that, a line of 10 or 15. You're sitting at a desk. I'm walking down the hallway. And there, you're signing your autograph. I don't know. I, I, I just got so tickled about that. Uh, it was uh, just just a lot of fun. So we're about to move 
out of Briarwood, but I wanted to finish some of these uh, stats. So at, at Briarwood, you'll you'll have 14 season records, eight single game records, three single play records. Of course, you're also all through the Alabama high school record book. And a lot of people don't realize we didn't play you for four quarters. We didn't just feed you the ball. You know, uh, people would actually get on to me about we weren't giving you the ball enough. And I would always say, well, we don't want to get addicted to Tim. We want to involve the other teammates. And we use as a decoy some and all. But you had 102 career touchdowns, 620 points. In your career, you rushed for 3,626 yards, averaging seven yards a carry. You had receptions, 243 pass caught, uh, catches for 4,122 yards, 17-yard average per catch, giving you, uh, I think, your third on the list for career all-purpose yards, 9,544 yards. And, of course, I've already mentioned this, two 99-yard touchdown passes, one against UMS Wright, and uh, I think the other one was Chelsea, if I remember correctly. Um, but uh, looking back over those yards, production, points, uh, I know that's uh, just some wonderful memories, but what what do you think of when you when you think of all that? Um, I have to tell you this, I thought that I got robbed. Thought I should have won Mr. Football my junior year. Um, <laughs> they uh, they gave it to Jason Allen, um, who's a great, great player. Um, I think he was a uh, Muscle Shoals, went on Tennessee's first-round pick. Uh, but you guys, that I think that year had implanted in my head, you know, I, well, actually, after my ninth grade year, I wanted to have a 1,000 and a 1,000. Every year, I wanted to try to have a thousand receiving yards. Those were kind, kind, just kind of my goals, and I think I got the closest that year. Um, I had like thirty-four touchdowns. We were doing. Uh, you guys would give me the ball on two choice down by the goal line, so I scored a bunch of touchdowns like that. And then I think I had. I don't think I got to a thousand on either one of them. I think I ended up with like nine hundred something yards rushing, and like nine hundred something yards uh, receiving. And, um, but that was really, to me, my best year, um, my senior year, you know, if I look back on it, that was probably me getting hurt. Um, I had a, a goal to have a really big year, um, and me getting hurt in that Jess Lanier game, I could, I just couldn't get right, um, really almost until we played Homewood in the, in the semifinals. So, uh, just looking back at it yeah i mean like i said earlier it's it was the best best time of football that that i ever had you know you you guys got chris over there right now and he's a great player like man that dude is awesome but i and i've had people tell me this when i was there like look man this is the most fun you're gonna have playing football so enjoy it and i think that I was so looking forward to the next phase that I could that I didn't um I didn't relish it like I should have my last few years. So then you leave uh Briarwood, you you you're a high profile signee with Alabama, legacy like your dad. So, you know, Alabama and your professional career in the NFL. Yeah, you know, I can give it to you in a in a nutshell, man. You know, I went to Alabama thinking that I was gonna be a tailback. Uh, I get there. I don't 
you know, my last year at Broward, I was like 225. So I get to school and uh, coach says, hey, Tim, let me, Coach Sparky Woods calls me in his office and says, hey, man, we don't know if Laurent's going to be, going to be eligible. Uh, we need you to learn how to play fullback. We got Greg Moose McClain was there and Clint Johnson. And so I'm, I'm like, coach, I already got two guys. He goes, he's like, they won't make it through the first day of camp. I'm like, okay. So we're all there. This, you know, Mike Shula's first year, everybody's learning the offense together. And sure enough, Moose gets a concussion first day we put on pads and then Clint goes down and, and, uh, I become the guy I start my first year, my first game there. I was like the eighth freshman to ever start a, a, a true freshman at Alabama. And I thought they would move me back. They didn't. I stayed at fullback, blow my knee out my second year. Um, I'm upset. I think about leaving. I want to quit. My dad sits me down and, um, he told me something that I, I think is very important that that uh, a lot of kids look, you, especially when you have a lot of uh, success in high school, you it, you haven't had to go through anything, but that's not, that's not real life. Mm -hmm. um, and so I was, uh, I was hurt. I was upset and I wanted to, I wanted to, uh, I wanted to leave. He said, Hey man, the, the easy road ain't always the easy road. Sometimes you just got to put your nose in there, work harder and grind it out. So I mean, I, from then on, I started before and after practice, I would work, I would work on my days off. Coach Jackson would come down with me, work with me on my days off. You know, I didn't start my last two years at Alabama after starting my first year. Didn't start my last two years. LaRon played incredible. He was the first fullback taken that year in the draft. Get ready. I go to uh, – I become a free agent, go to Arizona. Uh, the Lord bless me there. We go to Super Bowl <clears throat> my second year. You know, you got 53-man roster in the NFL. And uh, it was only two free agents that made that 53-man roster that year. And it was me. And a guy named Lyle Sinlin. He was my he was my roommate when I first got to Arizona. He played, he was a center there for like eight years. So um just uh, after that, you know, I had <laughs> just talk about uh grinding and difficulty. You know, I, I get out of my second year. We just came from the Super Bowl. Uh my running back coach leaves, Todd Haley's the offensive coordinator, and knows what kind of my guys. And they get a job at Kansas City. I come out the, my third year. I get released. Um, thought that I would be there a while. I get released after camp. My my mother-in-law had lived with us. Uh, she had been sick for about four or five months. She passed away literally three days before I get cut. Um, I got my first daughter. This is 2009. My first daughter's on the way. My wife's seven, eight months pregnant. Um, and I'm at home. And so, uh, I go back, I go back home. I live with my parents. <laughs> mm -hmm. I go to my parents' basement and, uh, we meet a guy that I started training with named, uh, George Bonet and he, uh, invented pure motion. So I wake up every morning at six o'clock. Um, I was just, I can remember driving in my driveway and I was praying 
um, trying to think of what I need to do next. Like, Lord, do I need to get us up? And I'm not one of those guys that says God speaks to me all the time and I hear the Lord and all this stuff. But <clears throat> I just felt it in my spirit said, hey, man, you're not done yet. Hmm. All right. So week one, I'm not picked up. Week two, I'm not picked up. Week three, I'm not picked up. Keep on going. You know, I'm my wife is uh shooting now she's about eight months pregnant week 10 gets here you know i'm still i'm still training i can remember i'm sitting in uh coach jackson still helping me train i'm sitting in his hot tub on a monday before week 11 and um my old coach calls me that's in kansas city and they had just released larry johnson and so he called me Monday night and he says, Hey, uh, are you, are you in shape? I'm like, yeah, I've been training coach. I'm good. He's like, well, uh, pack your bags, come to Kansas city. Oh, wow. And I'm like, uh, all right, we're going to, I was like, I was like, I got tried or what? He was like, man, we gonna fly out on Tuesday. He was like, I ain't supposed to tell you this, but if you're in shape and you ready, he was like, you're going to stay here. Mm. So I'm like, Whoo! like, man, <laughs> So uh, I go I go to Kansas City and um, coach. I hadn't played football in my last game was that preseason, and it's week eleven, and they're playing the Steelers. And I just kept myself in such good shape, dude. I went in there. I tried out on Tuesday, and I played on Sunday. How about that? And uh, it's just um, for me, it was like. If you have if you have something in your life that you want or goal or something like, always be ready. Like if I had a been, been at week six, man, like I'm done. I'm not gonna, I'm not not gonna do this anymore. I'm not gonna. And my coach calls me and I'm not ready. You know, I don't get another two years, so I end up playing four years in the NFL. I get my pension. Um, I get all, all everything that any other anybody else would have got for retirement. And um, the Lord really, really blessed, blessed my career. I mean, the whole thing from when you guys got me started to to um, to me being a GA at Alabama and coaching at Thompson and retiring and take helping flipping roles with my wife, taking care of my kids. Uh, it's just uh, sitting down with you really uh, has been able to look back and you know look at the blessings that God has the way that the Lord has blessed my life. Well, Tim, you know, when we've looked over the last 50 years, I don't know if there's a player even that compares as far as decorated honors, yards, production. But, you know, I, I personally will always remember you as that hardworking guy that loved the Lord and was very humble despite all the spotlight and recognition. I know a lot of that's, the instruction you received from your dad, the, that's the ministry of your family is how y'all been raised and taught. But, you know, just, you know, I would tell you that the times that we had with you and that I had with you over those five years and the amazing amount of plays and wins and special moments are, you know, treasures in those memories. And the Lord has blessed us with that relationship as well. God couldn't have put us, our family in a better place um, for me to be able to grow and develop. And so, you know, I, I love you guys. Love you. Look forward to seeing you soon and 
so proud of all that you're doing and have done. And, and I know that this is going to be a blessing uh, to remember uh, that special moment when Tim Castile um, made plays as a Briarwood Lion. So uh, look forward to continuing this on, Tim, and you come see us anytime, okay? Yes, sir. Thanks for having me. All right. God bless you. Thanks.